Chia and Chai listeners. Welcome back. How are you, ladies? RC Mala, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. June, summer months, wedding season, and most importantly, our one year anniversary. Congratulations, ladies. We made it to one year. Amazing journey. Amazing journey. June uh, Pride Month. Definitely have to celebrate and honored to be able to celebrate Pride Month. Definitely a very proud moment for Mala and I. And, and then also just for all of the parents and all the kids out there, we're standing together and celebrate you all. Got so much support after our episode. So very grateful and blessed for that. Oh, so just wanted to mention, yeah, we do listen to your suggestions. We got some feedback on the last episode and one of our listeners really wanted to hear more about Vera's story. So yeah, if you ever feel the need to have more on a story, we'd love to hear from you and maybe we can continue again. So please give us your feedback. It really helps us. Houston is hot and humid and the bugs are out, but otherwise doing good. Yeah, we're having weird weather here, Ma, right? I know, I know. Doesn't um, feel like Southern California at all. No, we pay way too much money for the weather (laughs) that we're not getting here. That's all I can say about that. I heard it's what? been raining a lot. It's um yeah, it's well, it's been raining, not heavy rain, but drizzly, and then it's been overcast and mm-hmm. cold and yeah. So yeah, we definitely need a refund because this is the way we pay our taxes. I don't know if you guys have heard in the news about um the smoke that's been coming down from I think oh, Canada. Yeah. From Canada, the East Coast is really bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New York and places. The air quality yeah. is not that great, I heard. Stuff going on with uh, climate change. I was reading the other day that they say by 2030, the ice caps on the Arctic will completely have gone. So, you know, not the Antarctic, but the Arctic. It's been depressing news lately. Yeah. Crash in India. And then, oh my God, that horrible crime in Delhi with the right. was stabbed in front of so many people and nobody helped her, which is just unbelievable to me how that could even happen. Mm -hmm. Just stand and watch somebody do that. Why are girls treated so badly? The topic that we kind of want to discuss, um, basic characteristics, not to make light of any of these subjects, but you know, we grew up and didn't you hear all your life, everyone saying adjust, adjust in life. Mm -hmm. It was always us having to make Mm -hmm. adjustments. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's kind of sad that that's what we are ingrained with. Yeah, smile. Don't let anybody know what's going on in the background. Yeah. In fact, even our last episode when we were talking to Vera, that's what she was taught as a daughter, right? When she was growing up, that you just adjust, even though it's painful for you, you just adjust. Yeah. We totally advocate standing up for yourself. And then um, what was the other one? They always, like a dad will tell his daughter, I always want to see you smiling. And it doesn't matter if the daughter is not happy in life. For his Mm -hmm. happiness, she will always smile. Yeah, that's always sad because it's like, okay, does anybody care about my feelings here? I'm not smile, (laughs) but no, make me happy. Smile. Smile and everything will be all right. No, we need to express our feelings. When we're sad, we're sad. And your close family and friends know. So, so we, yeah, so we were going to go through some typical Desi characteristics, right? So, RC, do you want to, do you want to start? Okay. Um, let's see. I remember growing up, the number one thing my mom always worried about on traveling trips was the food. <laughs> we always carried some kind of food. What, what happens if we're stranded? What happens if we stop somewhere? 
we need to make sure our bags are full of food. Yes. <laughs> so we always had snacks or biscuits or teplas. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you guys traveling. Till today, till today. Yeah. You go on a picnic and you take your puri and your potato sabji, you know, your potato sh um, shock with you. Growing up in London and we would go visit my aunt, uncle's family up in Nottingham, which is maybe about 130 miles from London. Before we got in the car, we had sandwiches made we had thermos we had our juice and the minute we got in the car and got on the motorway it all started to come out it was like you know it's as if we were driving like a 500 mile journey it's only two and a half three hours but it was like the part of it was eating in the car and opening up sandwiches or your foodie and sabji and i don't know if you guys know this in india when you go through like those local um domestic airlines even for a two-hour journey you get a Yes. Full on meal. Yeah. And here, hot meal. Like, hot meal. Hot meal. Samosa or something. So here we get nothing. I mean, barely a drink sometimes. But yeah, Indians got to have their food. Yeah. yeah. Now here you get your ridiculous itsy bitsy packet of peanuts and a little bag of, or a bag of pretzel. One or the other. You can't have both. Oh, no. right. And uh, trust me, I can vouch for that because I asked for two and she said, let me see if I have enough for everyone first. I never got my second bag. Yeah, not in India. You'll get a full meal. Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys remember? I was going to say on the food thing, I was just going to say, is does an Indian family ever have enough chai? Oh, my God. Constantly, <laughs> constantly chai is being made every yeah. single time. In the minute someone comes to your house, make another round of chai. <laughs> I learned how to make chai at age 10. I yeah. would stand on a stool and make chai. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. First thing we learned was how to make chai. But there's always, like in an Indian home, there's always cooking. I remember when we went to India and always like first thing in the morning is a breakfast, nashta. Then the next one, they're starting to work about the lunch. And then after that, they're already planning dinner. And then it all starts again because the next morning they're thinking, what do I make for the breakfast? So it's like constant cooking, 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 and constant cleaning, 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 cleaning. Mm -hmm. Well, that reminds me also of um, like when you we throw parties. First of all, only Indians throw one-year-old birthday parties in banquet <laughs> halls where everyone dresses up like they're going to a wedding. And the one-year-old is dying of misery. Okay, so first of all, we do that. And if you do have the party at home, it's a full-on food. It's like so stressful to throw a party at home because it's all about the food and mm -hmm. people judging you and the presentation and, um, right. you know, and I don't think it's still gone away yet. If No. Yeah. Any excuse to have a party, Indians. Yeah. And then the food is like the most, it, it just, everything yeah. centers around what are you going to, what am I going to serve? What are people going to eat? And um, guys, you remember after the party's done, we got to have our containers. <laughs> <laughs> Out come all the yogurt containers and little margarine or butter containers to put everything back in. And then you've got oh, all these God containers and have no idea away. which is which. <laughs> Oh, my mom used to use nail polish to label it to make sure it comes back. Yeah, yeah. And the kids are like, they just roll their eyes when all this happens. It's just like they're so used to it, but I don't know if they ever understood. Like, yeah. I still understand why we save these containers. I'm like, don't throw that away. Yep. Even even though the container inside is completely yellow because it's <laughs> healthy. But that container will be washed and washed and washed and used again until there's not a, finally a crack. At that point, you can't use it anymore. <laughs> oh, God. 
And it's used to pass along food as well. If I made something and I want to give it to you guys to share, it's going to go in one of those containers, not the glass container of pirates or something, because that might not come back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. funny. And then speaking of parties, um, let's not forget how long it takes for us to say goodbye. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Minimum 45 minutes. My daughter timed us every time she's there. Minimum. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's it's crazy. By the time you start your goodbyes, and then and you walk a few steps, and you talk. Yeah, and then you said goodbye to the first person way back, like thirty minutes ago, and <laughs> that person again at the front because now you're exiting, and that person's also. And then you have another conversation. You start another set of goodbyes to the same person you already said goodbye to. <laughs> <laughs> and then how about this at our book club? So we say goodbye, then we all meet in the driveway and we're still talking again. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Oh it's like all of a sudden you remember something and you're like, oh my God, let me let like me just conversate. And a lot of ladies might have FOMO. Oh, we're not going to leave because everybody's still talking. Exactly. Exactly. You feel awkward to leave because you don't know if it's the right time to leave at that point point you're just yeah. like should i round because <laughs> <laughs> well that's the goodbye ladies how about the ist time oh. arriving to a party or a get together or something we have that to have our caused, Indian standard time that has caused major arguments in my household same yes. here yes same here i'm such a believer in being prompt mm -hmm. um my husband, you know, he's gotten to the habit of being like, well, everybody else comes late, so why shouldn't we? Mm -hmm. I, I think, well, no, the host obviously had a reason to put this time on the invitation, and we should be there, you know, within 10, 15 minutes of that. Um, it's rude. The logic my husband uses is they put that time, but doesn't mean you need to reach there at that time, because they might not even be ready to accept you at that time, because it's IST. And that has happened too, by the way. <laughs> Party and they are not ready. They're upstairs changing or showering or doing their hair. <laughs> and we're sitting downstairs. But the host assumed that saying six o'clock meant seven. Mm -hmm. I think it's an India or Bombay thing because my husband is just like saying like, oh, what's the big deal if we miss an hour of the party? Like nobody's going to miss us and the party will still continue. And um, so basically I just leave his ass at home and find their body. <laughs> And then I'm like, you get there when you get there. It took a couple of years to get that yeah. knowledge. But once I figured yeah. that out, I was it solved our problems. It was Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was because I grew up in England and was really like, you know, set with the timing thing. It, it I still can't get to the point of being deliberately late. I feel like that just I can't do it. If I'm late because of a genuine reason, that's a different thing. But if I like oh six o'clock means seven o'clock seven o'clock means eight o'clock then no i can't i don't i can't 15 20 minutes is pretty good I yeah i think so i think yeah and i think it's really sad is sometimes i think we have parties and we say six knowing no one's going to show up before 6 30. yeah mm -hmm. the host i mean we've adjusted to ist exactly mm -hmm. that's what i'm saying that you know when people are getting ready for their own parties sometimes they're assuming well nobody's going to show up anyway i'll take my time getting ready and some <laughs> me turns up <laughs> i i've gotten burned too by the husband see they weren't ready yeah now i have to hear it for a long time now we're not going to do that again but i think okay. the next generation is not like and then they also don't have that importance of food like for them literally a cheese board and wine is good enough and then yeah. they'll order pizza or have one pasta dish and they enjoy their guests mm -hmm. Whereas we are in the kitchen heating up the food. Oh, did you have, get extra? Make sure you eat. 
um, I have cousins married to non-Indians and I'm like, oh, okay, maybe this will change. No, the non-Indians learn <laughs> IST faster than, so yeah, they used to show up on time. And then a few years later, it's like, what happened, Ross? What happened, Matt? They're like, oh yeah, we kind of figured like, this is what time the party would really start. How sad. Oh my God, that is, is a typical Indian thing. Well, one last thing about the food thing. How about when we not only go to a restaurant, we have to have the dried chili flakes and the Tabasco sauce, green, red, yellow, sriracha, everything. You can go to any restaurant now, Italian. They see Indians, they bring the, we have chili sauce. Yeah, 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 they know it, they know it. And if they don't just happen to have it, you probably have one in your bag. <laughs> that is sad, um, yeah. I don't even know, we don't even taste the, I'm getting better, but most people don't even taste the food, they just automatically assume it yeah. means all this stuff so so you ever wondered like why in an indian household everyone talks like 10 decibels higher than in another household <laughs> it's like we've got an automatic loudspeaker attached to our you know, vocal cords it's at least 10 decibels higher you have a non-indian come and they're kind of looking at you like is this the is this your volume that you know <laughs> or are you, are you guys having fun or are you fighting <laughs> <laughs> but you know we are a country of one billion people so maybe to be heard this is what yeah, we need to do yeah exactly exactly big joint families that that's where it started you had to shout to get your your presence noticed so ladies what happens to ist when it's our flight to catch why are we at the airport four hours <laughs> right that's so it, it, it works the other way then yes. it totally works the other way yeah you're already there with your six suitcases and, and your nastas and your snacks and, your nastas and, and everything <laughs> and you have to repack your bags because obviously now you pack too much in one and <laughs> you, most, you mostly see it's the indians that are doing the shuffling of the stuff yeah the airport checking the uh, passport three times make sure it's there we got the paper print out four different ways oh yeah oh yeah dad's running in the front we're catching up oh we're always trying to get in the front of the line to to get on the plane and then the front of the line to get off the plane yeah. <laughs> before the planes even landed but then how about when we come back from vacation what do we all crave yeah no. kitty we just want our basics after all the complaining we do about our snacks we still come back to our basics comfort eating it with your fingers i don't know <laughs> but i still have that <laughs> i still want to eat with my hands <laughs> i enjoy it actually yeah yeah and don't you find like indians we love materialistic stuff i mean we are you know you see everyone wanting the fancy car and the handbag and everything but my god we hate to spend money <laughs> basic things we we go to the dollar store we want to bargain with the indian store grocery store person but we're the same indians who have no problem spending half a million dollars on a two-day wedding mm -hmm. yes exactly yeah. right right they'll take the shampoo bottles conditioner bottle and the lotion bottle from the hotel <laughs> and reuse it put water in it shake it up and yeah, yeah. i've done that i'm guilty i'm guilty yeah, get the last good product i've taken it home too yeah. yeah we hoard everything by the way i don't know about you guys but i'm trying to be a decluttering person it's even hard even trying to be that person because i'm always hoarding stuff i'm thinking oh you never know when i'll need it so i put it back in and then you know 
same thing. It comes another year. I look at it again and I'm like, yeah, I should really get rid of it, but you never know when I need it. So it goes back. In again. <laughs> yeah. Actually, when we uh, moved out of California, um, we had to empty everything out, the house and everything. So majorly downsized. And that really cleared up a lot of stuff and made me change my mindset into, okay, if I don't need it, it's going to go. It can't fit in the moving truck. Gone. So that really helped out a lot. Yeah, yeah. it does. It, it, I think it's good to clean out once every six months or so. Get rid of stuff. You'd be surprised what you find. Yeah, I mean, I remember when we were getting our kitchen remodeled, you cleaned up before the demolition. Before you put the stuff back, I went through another cleanup. And it was amazing because I thought I pretty much got rid of stuff first time. But even bringing stuff back, I'm like, nope, I don't want this back in the house. I don't want this back. And I went through another cleanup. And... Right. Just on another token, we had a rental place and on the weekends it was empty. We would go to spend the weekend there and you realize how little you need. You know, yeah. you, when you have like your little basics, I'm like, I don't know why we have all this shit in the kitchen when we survived this whole weekend on one pot, one pan, little mm -hmm. bit of oil, you know, whatever it was. I was like, right. I don't know why we have all this. I, I had bought these dinner plates and stuff thinking, oh yeah, you know, I'm going to have maybe dinners. And anytime there's more than six to eight people, it always ends up being paper plates anyway. <laughs> so why did I bother to buy 24 China plates thinking, you know, well, when we, because I don't want to wash them any, I, I, there's no, <laughs> the end of the evening, that's the last thing I want to do. So, <laughs> and you know what, at this stage in our lives, I don't think we really want care to impress anybody anymore. Mm -mm. We just yeah. want to, you know, we just want to like, um, enjoy our company and not yeah. worry about cleanup. And, you know, it's just like, let's right. enjoy each other right now. That's how yeah. I feel. No, I'm with you on that, Mala. It's all about enjoying ourselves now, not having to be in the kitchen or clean up. And, you know, why are we the only ones in the kitchen and everybody else is talking, enjoying, yeah. laughing? I want to be there too now. Or showing your finest. I think like nobody cares anymore. It's like, just sit with us. You know, we'd rather you sit with us than mm -hmm. eat on your fancy china, you know? Right, right. Yeah. But did you yeah. ever notice Corel or Corning, if you drop it, they... Sometimes they don't break. They're pretty sturdy, but when they break, it's like a million pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Batter is bad. And that's something that's got to add to the typical day C list, by the way. Oh, Every yeah. single person had the same Corel plates with the green leaves on the sides. Or blue. Or blue. Or, or blue. blue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Heading off to the Corning outlet. That was the first thing I got rid of when we um, moved back to California. I'm like, I do not ever want to see these plates ever in my life. <laughs> yeah, that is a typical Indian, the Corningware Corral. Yeah, those sets yeah. are in every, every household. Right, right. They are so practical. They, they're, yeah. light. they're like, I know my mom till today has never called my dad by his name. Guilty. My, my mom too. I do not take his name just because I've lived in, in with in-laws. Just never heard my mom take my dad's name and my mother-in-law didn't. I was 20 when I got married, so I just carried on whatever I saw. But nowadays, I do take his name in anger. Yeah. He doesn't respond. He's not going to listen. But I do try to. Yeah. We had a joint family back in India when we would visit. My mom and all my aunts would call Sunoji, Sunoji. And everybody's like, which is the Sunoji? Which is the Sunoji? 
Oh, same que papa. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I've actually heard uh, some of the next generation call their moms by their name. They're like, if we say mom, there's so many moms that turn to us. So it's just Mala, Ritu, you know, yeah. instead of all these moms turning around and looking at you. And then one more, I don't know if you guys ever have this, but especially aunties have no filter. No oh, gained weight. Absolutely zero. No filter. Yeah. If you've gained weight, they will just tell you straight up, oh, you're fat. You've gotten fat. How about this? No filter. You've been out in the sun too much. Uh, your color has got darkened. Mm. Yeah. You were fair and now you're wheatish. Yeah. <laughs> or or they, so when, is, when are you trying for a third? Can you imagine doing that with our kids of today? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know my mom told me to stop growing tall because I was so tall. I was like, Quite tall. <laughs> I am so tall, but I was, and she's like, yeah. oh my God, stop growing. I'll never find an Indian guy for you. And I was like, how do you stop that? Yeah. And if you're short, it's a problem too. Yeah. Too short. Yeah. But that's it, right? Well, they're never happy. You're too dark. You're too, you're too, too fat. You're too thin. You're mm -hmm. too tall. You're too short. You're too, you know, or too outspoken or you don't speak enough. So when I got engaged, um, my waist was really small. I had to wear two petticoats. Oh, I hold on to the sari. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. And so I remember my husband telling his mom that, you know, before we did um, the confirmation, I mean, the engagement or anything, she's so small. And my mother in law is all like, don't worry, after marriage, she'll fill out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if you're a balloon and they just like. <laughs> So yeah, these, these were quite fun, uh, you know, just going back down memory lane, thinking of all these things, um, you know, what our parents did, what we went through, it was fun. Yeah, and it's so funny, you know, like they've left India, we've left India, but India hasn't left us. Some yeah. of these things still, we carry on. You know, it doesn't oh, matter where you go. We didn't talk about the natural remedies and the superstitions that still go on till today. Traditions, kalatikas, or, you know, do this, do that. Oh, yeah. Like um, my mother-in-law would say, you don't make this tip, tip, this food on this day. You don't make this on that day. Certain colors that you don't wear on this particular day. If your chappal is upside down, you got to make sure it's it's put the right way. Yes. Otherwise, yeah. a lot of superstitions and a lot of um, rituals and stuff, which I know the kids of today will be like, what? But at the same time, even I questioned them too. I was like, what? It doesn't make any sense, you know? Yeah. We can't show them the eyes that our moms showed us. Exactly. Oh my God, those killer eyes. But then on a positive note, um, the natural remedies that oh. our grandparents um, and their grandparents taught us, they've actually, they really work and they've become so big in the Western world. Yeah. yeah. You know, the turmeric, the ginger, the hot water, like it's taken over this country. Well, we have a, I think there's a remedy for everything. And yeah. it's, sometimes it's as simple as yogurt for a burn, you know, just put yeah. yogurt on, right? I think it is, or there's just yeah. like such simple stuff. And I'm like, is this hygienic? Like, am I really <laughs> supposed to do that? I... I question them a lot because I get nervous. I'm like, I don't know about this, but <laughs> I really think it works. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I am a, I'm, a, I'm a naturalistic yeah. person. I, I like my, it. My 86-year-old aunt has a routine every morning. She eats um, garlic. She microwaves some seeds. She has mustard seeds. She drinks the milk with the turmeric. I mean, like a 15-minute ritual. And I laugh at her, but you know what? She's laughing at me because she's 86 and healthy as a horse and she could probably outdo me all day. 
Yeah, there you go. Mm -hmm. It's true. Some of those um, things, like so valuable, continue passing them down to other generations. Well, you can't take the Indian out of the Indian, right? So (laughs) well said, Ritu. Some things are going to stay with us forever. I think the Dibba one would be funny if our kids still, they can totally relate. Yeah. The yogurt Dibbas. Oh, my kids still laugh, laugh at me sometimes when I get the almond oil or the coconut oil out and I'm like come sit down let me give you a head massage and all your hair is so oily but they love it because it was so fun when they were little you know massage and stuff I don't know even growing up I know um when my kids were growing up I you know didn't want them to be hairy so when after the bath I would take the towel and my god I would rub them till I think I scraped their bodies like they would be red and they were like mom mom ouch ouch and I'm like I just want to make sure like you don't get hairy like that's really going to help <laughs> Mala I can relate to that 100% right? I, especially the sideburns oh my god <laughs> My kids are scarred. We can still go on and on. I as know. I know. My God. There's so much fun. Yeah. So many things that we can talk about. I just want to say to all our non desi friends, after listening to this, please don't not invite us anymore to your <laughs> homes or stop talking to us. We're really nice people, most for the most part. As you can tell, we're quite fun. <laughs> And if you are planning to have a party at five and it starts at five, let me know because I will be there at five. So if it's going to be six, let me know if it's six. (laughs) And we can help you to have 45 minute goodbyes. Till we meet again, remember life is not short. Life is unpredictable. So always, always strive to stay happy. And add a little spice to your life and join us again for a little chit chat and chat.